Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. They say summer travel season is going to be as busy or busier than pre-pandemic levels. And apparently air air travel is less than ideal right now. Lost luggage, canceled, delayed flights, disorganized staff. These are some of the complaints that they're getting right now. I think the airline industry is having a difficult time picking up after the pandemic because do you, do you remember all the people they parted ways with? A ton. Yeah. And then bouncing back is not happening. No, and, and it came back fast. So I traveled two weeks ago. I went to Nashville for work and flying out of Minneapolis was a breeze. Everything was great. Flying into Nashville, the Nashville airport, I think, is going through some growing pains. Really? Because I don't think it was built for the capacity of tourism that Nashville is bringing to the city. And it was chaos getting off the plane, like walking through like throngs of people who were all just standing around at gates, like there wasn't enough seats. And then getting ground transportation from the airport to our hotel was absolute madness. Really? Like you would have gone insane. Like I've never experienced that sort of crowds in a space that was not intended for them. Do you think the fact that Taylor Swift had a three night stand at Nissan possibly, but it had something to do with that. But we, the, the cab drivers that we had talked about it just being not big enough. Right. All the time. So yes, we did fly in during a Taylor Swift weekend, which probably made it like unbearable. Um, but that was just my experience at one airport. Flying out was yeah. totally fine. Nashville is one of those cities that people love that I'm one of the uh, individuals who could care less. Um, it, uh, it doesn't have the appeal for me that it does for a lot of people. Now, if you were to take me back a few years when we were just, because if you're going to go to Nashville, you're going to drink. And we visited there before together and had fun. Yeah. But, but that was a different time in our life. Yes. For sure. It was literally, oh, it, it, it kind of had the, the Vegas thing going at that time where it was just like people are drinking all the time. Oh, yeah. And it's still that way. And the only thing they keep adding to Nashville is bars. <laughs> so true. And uh, I just, you know, if I'm going to listen to live music, I know and I, I did get a couple of, I did get a shout from a guy that was from Memphis the last time we talked about this, but his blue collar and his, you know, lower on the, I don't know. Uh, well, it would just be a little bit lower end period. Memphis would be, but I like Memphis. I'm I just, the, the, the music on Beale street is off the charts. Good to me. And I don't like Memphis. No, you at do all. not like Memphis. I don't like the food in Memphis. It's a little bit. It's a little bit. Uh, I don't like the, the the loudness of Memphis. The, the lowbrow uh, approach to things. I just, it's it's just such a blue collar, and the again the music there is just as real as it gets. And you like that kind of music. I and- do. I like blues. I like authentic. I mean, it's just like. 
And when you're in Nashville, it's just everybody's the same. Oh, yeah. And I, I had a good time in Nashville when I was there a couple of weeks ago. But it is definitely they call it Nash Vegas. That's exactly it. Because it is like bachelorettes and young girls listening to Morgan Wallen. By the way, I love Las Vegas. And I mean, I would. And I know a lot of people who are like, no, thank you. Hard pass on Las Vegas. Yeah, which I don't get because it offers something. I'm wondering when the last time they were there was because if it, it literally has something for everybody, regardless of your interest. If you don't like to drink and listen to country music, don't go to Nashville. No, I would not. I would not recommend that. Yeah. If you're, but you if could you're be into that. Regardless of what you're into, you'll find something in Las Vegas. They, they literally cater to everybody. I feel like that, too. Like they, their entertainment is unmatched. Now they have sports. They're about to get a baseball team. And they're about to get a baseball team. Um, the shopping is like the best. Come on. The restaurants. The food. Oh God. And then they have the nature stuff too. Yeah. Like the um the state parks and the hiking and the um the art district if you want something like smaller and more local. And if you want to get out, by the way, you can even like if if you don't want to be like down on the strip, you can get up to like to Summerlin and some of those suburbs and it's just a great experience. But of all the places that people just love to go, and I think that's, again, a regional thing here. I understand that Nashville is has quickly become like the city to record new music, right? And I'm not talking about just for like up and comers. I mean, the biggest acts and all genres and of music. And it's not just country. That's what I was Yeah, it's was rock, saying. pop, country, whatever. That is the recording hub for the music industry. It is quickly replacing Los Angeles and mm-hmm. New York and some of the other spots that they had had. So. It's a popular city. And it is. Like, do, you feel, do you feel like that kind of was a little bit of traveling or do you feel like that didn't get the bug out of your system? For No, I mean, it was fun and I'm grateful that I got a chance to go somewhere. The reason is the reason I'm bringing this up is uh, you know, little over 60% of Americans are expected to travel summer 2023 and we don't have anything planned. Not to say that we won't do anything like pack the kids up and hit the road and do something right. Cause that's always fun to do, but we don't have anything on the docket and I don't have anything planned <laughs> like for, I mean, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, this is the longest I've gone without really doing anything for a while. Yeah. And we typically do like a trip. At least one a year. You know, we go to Vegas often because it's fast. It's easy to get to. We know it. Yeah. We know that city like the back of our hands at this point. Um, Denver. But there are other places that I would like to go. And I love Vegas. And I I definitely, I mean, like I would would consider moving there. So like, I I love it, but um, there are other places that I would like to go. And I feel a little, I don't want to say like regret because that's probably not the right word, but I just, I wish I was more well-traveled. Like there are a lot of places that I haven't been. Well, the thing about it is, especially because I'm, you know, I would, Europe wouldn't bother me as much as going some other places, but just the state of the world right now and the way things are, I love being in the United States. I think a lot of guys who've been in the service can relate to that, mm-hmm. right? I feel safe. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna get you know. I'm, I, yeah. I have rights. Um, nobody wants to abduct me and hold me hostage. Uh, I think 
that there are plenty of places. There's a lot of places in the lower 48 that I want to, that I have not been to. And I'm pretty well traveled across the lower 48. But there are, I, I mean, some of these up and coming towns like Austin, Texas. Yeah, I saw, I saw a reel on Instagram the other night and it was in downtown Austin. Yeah. And it was like, if you haven't been to Austin for a year and it's like this meme of this guy that like, looks is looking around like he doesn't know where he is right because it's changing that fast like it's getting really built up super developed um i would say similar to nashville sure where the locals are kind of like eh, what are you doing to our city right 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 (laughs) like everyone's moving there from california now and it's become this spot that's quickly exploding. Sure. Yeah. So that's one of the places that I think Asheville, North Carolina. See, I have this dream of finding a town like Asheville or Austin before it blows up before it not, not blows up like that. I think before it like gets super commercialized. I think that if you started digging around, it wouldn't be that difficult to find something like that. Yeah. Like a smaller city. I think there's places in Michigan like that. That's, I've heard Traverse City is really cool. Yeah, I've heard there's some there's some cool stuff. Believe it or not, now this might sound bizarre to us, but the North Shore of Minnesota is becoming one of those popular destinations. I could see that. But listen, I grew up in northern Minnesota, so to to me, I'm like, that's just like going home. Right, it's like, oh, Duluth. Right. And I, I know people love Duluth, and it is a beautiful city, but I'm like, I've been there a bunch of times. Yeah, like, and that I'm was good. that was where that was like the big growing up at the Canadian border. It was a two hour drive to yeah, Duluth. That was like the city, right? That was our metro area. Yeah. So I, it's nothing new to me, and I, uh, you know, it's just northern Minnesota. That's home. You know where a place I visited once that I really liked and I would like to go back at this point in my life is Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yes, I really liked Santa Fe. Really? It's cool. It's artsy and hippie-ish and the food is super good. Maybe that's beautiful. Maybe that's one of those spots. I don't know. And, uh, you know, this was 12 years ago. I was pregnant with Noah. So, I mean, it was a long time ago. It's probably changed then. But it was cool. For the better, I'm sure, as everything else. Yeah, you don't hear much about Santa Fe. No. I've... The only experience I have with New Mexico is I drove from one side to the right through it. Mm-hmm. And it was in July and it was hotter than hell. Yeah. I was just. <laughs> I didn't mind Albuquerque either. There's places in Arizona too that are, I, I think, like that. Like, I, but there's nothing right down there that I, I don't, I don't know if I would get on a plane. I, I take that back. Sedona. Sedona. It's I, on the list. I would, that is one of the spots that I would uh, I would like to go check out, especially after talking to Brady, and he told me how awesome it was. Yeah, you hear that from people that visit there that continuously go back. Well, the thing about it is the last time, last May, as a matter of fact, when we were in Las Vegas and we ventured out to the Valley of Fire, that was mm-hmm. the first time we had done any hiking around out there, and I really got the bug. I could get into that, yes. especially. I mean, it's so beautiful out there. Oh, my gosh. And I uh, just, you know, get a camelback on and just get, make sure you have enough water and just head out with, you know, I think that I could, I would, I would look for a spot that offered that kind of, of, uh, entertainment. Yeah, I would too. That's why I think that Southwest is appealing because there's a lot of that, but you can find that in Colorado as well. More scenic, different scenery, different scenery, but I, I loved Denver. 
I can I can yep, go back to Denver, but I'm I'm in the mood to try something new. I'm in the yeah I'm in the mood to discover something. Yeah, so am I. Like, kind of a cool new place. You know what like, I think? I want to sit with a cup of really good coffee and listen to a hippie play the guitar. Can someone find me that place? Yeah, that's going to be well. I could. That's going to be a real popular thing in Minnesota come August first. Yeah. With the legalization, by the way, the, the House and Senate did pass that. So it's just on Governor Walz's desk, and they're going to make a big deal out of it when he signs it. But uh, God, I hope he wears tie-dye. <laughs> I'm just really pushing that. But there are some cool spots that I think that I know that you, would, just knowing you, I bet you would like. Uh, I've been to uh, up in the north west corner of the united states uh up in washington laconner in that area mm -hmm. along the coast they have these little seaside villages that are like right out of a picture book and there's boutiques and all these shopping mm -hmm. and restaurants as you and all this fantastic seafood and these cool little bed and breakfasts that inundate it and it's like literally you you wake up in a in a storybook oh that sounds cute so, so i i have ventured through there i think you would also really like the New England area. I've been to New England and I loved it. Did you uh did you venture around? Yes. So when I was I was a kid though. Like oh. a, like a middle okay. middle school age. Sure. And we went to Boston and then we drove all the way up to the tip of Cape Cod. I, and I was a big, big Cape Cod girly. But I think that if you ventured through New Hampshire, Vermont and uh, upstate New York and some of that stuff, I think you would like that because of that. The, it has great appeal. Have and there's a lot of cool stuff there. Have Lots you seen of the, cool stuff. the summer style trend called Coastal Granddaughter? No. <laughs> what is it? It's like, like you're summering in New England. Really? Yes. Like it's very preppy. Is it like, like the Hamptons? Yes. Really? Yes. And it's like very nautical, which normally is not my style, but I'm I I'm like I I could kind of get on board with that for the summer. It does have its appeal. I will say that if you try to move there, it could be difficult because they're kind of like 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 Minnesota. You know that they always have the Minnesota nice. Yeah. Until you try to move here and you're not from here. Yeah, it's. I think Minnesota nice should be recoined to Minnesota <laughs> passive aggressive. <laughs> but that's just me. It's just. I mean, if you're not from here, it can be kind. It feels somewhat abrasive. Yeah, right? and I'm I'm moving to New England's not appealing to me. No, it isn't. But I can tell you this: visiting, I did live out there for two years, and that's when I noticed that kind of an abrasive attitude. But I'll do respect to our fans in Connecticut and New York. Yeah, I know we right. have them. <laughs> we do. We do have a I'll lot. I'll come of, visit you when I can live out there. But uh, New York City obviously has its appeal. But I'm not thinking that. What I'm th I'm thinking getting up like into those cool little towns in Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine, mm -hmm. right? And just spending some time along the coast, getting some of that great seafood, uh, some of the shopping. You can head into the city. I mean, you can always do that, right? Yeah. But there's a lot that you can do in New England that you can't do in other parts of the United States because the states are so small. They're so packed together and yeah. it's so populated out there. 
So you're feeling like a coastal granddaughter summer. I, I would I would do that. And I think that you would I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, I'm, I would be down for that. And it is. Beautiful. Are there hippies with guitars? There's oh, man, we're talking Vermont. That's where Bernie Sanders. That's where Bernie from. Sanders is from. <laughs> Vermont is hippie city, man. OK, all it right. is crazy. Even if you get out into parts of New Hampshire, it's just yeah, it's really cool. It is just upstate New York. It's just there's beautiful. The the drives are just beautiful. So, yeah, it would be that would be a cool spot. Okay. We haven't checked that out yet. No, I know those those states are hard to get to from here. Well, yeah, if you're going to drive cuz you got to go down south and then around the Great Lakes. Well, even Lakes. if you fly, like you have to fly into one you, of the big cities. You would want to fly into like New York or yeah, that area and, and then venture out. Drive around, but I, I could be down for that. So could I. I mean, it's, it's like you, you got to decide what kind of a mood you're in and then pick your destination. Right. I feel like, but like what, what are you, what are you vibing for? What, what are you vibing this summer? What are you vibing? Because your next trip is to Clear Lake, Iowa. Woo! And that's where no, you it will the, be fun. It's the a, top 10, which is your high school girlfriends uh, are getting together for your yearly. Well, the first of crusade. the crew turned 40 this summer. Oh, I have who, who, who are they? Um, you're 39 this summer. I will be 39 this summer. Um, so yeah, the first wave of of them turned 40. Are your girlfriends? Are are you all thinking about that, or does that just does is that not a thing? Like about turning 40? Yeah, yeah. I think we are all thinking about it. Really? I can't speak for all of them, but I know I am. Like your birthday was Friday, yeah, which is the 19th. Yep. And my birthday's on the 19th as well of August. And so it, like I, I had this moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I only have like 15 months left before I turn 40. And it was kind of it like, I'm not freaked out about it, but it was just like, a, what do I want? What do I want my life to look like when that time comes? Yeah. You start thinking about, you that, know, right? like what I got to get my, get my life right. I got to get my ducks <laughs> in a row and I accomplished something. I got dreams. You have accomplished a lot. I know I have, and I'm not discrediting any of that, but I, I feel like. Cause we've had this discussion before because most even Gen Z. Yeah. And, uh, let me ask you this. This is, a, this is a, becoming a thing lately, by the way. Okay. There are millennials, older millennials that want to be invited into Gen X because they feel like they associate and, and, and they, uh, they they uh, identify yeah, as they, Gen uh, X. Well, they identify better and they relate better. That's the word I'm looking for. They relate better to Gen X than they do other millennials. I would like to keep my elder millennial status. Does <laughs> Gen X is it the age thing that no, makes you I feel just, a little bit older? I have fully embraced being an elder millennial, <laughs> and I like it, and I'm going to keep it because right now they say uh, Gen X is 65 to 80. And you were born in 84. Yes. So you would be considered one of those that are on the cusp. The elder millennial. Yeah. We have a Gen Z intern starting in my department Tuesday today. Yeah. You haven't met her yet. I have not met her yet. And one of the other people in the department was like, what if she thinks we're weird? And I was like, she will. How old is she? She's like 20. She's 20? Or 21. I haven't met her yet. I don't know so how So she's she even, yeah, she'll, so. She's yeah. young. She's, she's in super, college. super junior to even Kelsey. Yeah. So I'm like, she'll think we're weird. Of course she will. So let's just 
be ourselves. But that's like, all right. We're not going to try and convince her we're cool. I had a guy that was was not old enough to drink training me. Yeah. T- took a 50-year-old man and, tra- and just transformed him. Right. So, yeah, they. I, th- I think that they're... Uh, they're more open-minded than you think. I like you know that I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan too, and yeah. I'm like, if she thinks I'm weird, then she'll be right. They're the guys. <laughs> they're they're the ones that are going to change things. By the way, I, I I did something today that I normally will never do. Oh, I got sent a survey, and uh, it was about politics and the upcoming election, oh. and it was from the Republican did Party. You fill it out? Yeah, it was from the Republican Party, and they wanted to know how conservatives were feeling about the direction that it is now and what what is how are they not being or how how could they be more progressive to attract younger votes oh so i gave i gave i took the whole i mean i sat through all 20 minutes of it give them give them the old what for yeah i did and and i think that it's going to again it's going to be a big thing in this next election i believe that so Having said that, I don't even want to talk politics because it's weird that now if you turn the news on, it's election coverage every day, all day, all year. It just doesn't matter if you've just had an election. They're already talking about the next one. I'm going to be a, a hard pass on yeah, that until yep. I absolutely have to be. Absolutely to bonkers. Pay all right. Having said that, I'm going to hopefully, hopefully tomorrow I will have a conversation posted with a friend of mine and a developer, Mike Drummer, who is uh, developing a great family entertainment complex up here on Madison Avenue in our, in our hometown. That's going to have a hockey rink and some microbreweries and restaurants. And I think there's going to be an arcade type thing and an entertainment venue. And it's just a fantastic place uh, on on Madison, which is our main drag here. And it'll be like a year-round facility. And we needed something like and that. And it's filling a spot that used to be a, a yeah. vacant big box. Yeah, store, it was an empty. Which is always yeah. great when you can repurpose those empty buildings. So anyways, uh, he's also uh, the developer on a project next to the private school that our daughter goes to that has some people concerned because it is going to be a rehabilitation facility for people that want to get their life back on track. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of the location, there are some concerns, Mm -hmm. obviously. It's literally a stone's throw. It's across the road. So I think what I've figured out so far is that there's there's a lot of misinformation out there. A lot of people don't know. So they're holding a public meeting, again, uh, coming up Thursday night. And uh, that will be at Madison East here in our hometown of Mankato. And we'll have more on that, inf- more information on that meeting tomorrow. But it's uh, it's created somewhat of a, of, a di- of a discussion, right? Because we all know the wonderful work that these places do. Absolutely, right? changes lives, and it helps. I mean, and if you're in that position, you want to get your life back on track. But I also understand the concern of parents. Right. Because I think that they're I, I think I, I get it. And the, some of the questions that they have asked me and I don't have the answers to uh, Mike will. And he has the people from I believe it's called Teen Challenge, Minnesota so, Adult and Teen Challenge. Yes. And that's what it is. And they're going to uh, I think they're going to be at the meeting on Thursday as well. And they're going to try to set the minds at ease of some of these parents that believe 
that this could may or may not be the best idea mm-hmm. as far as location wise. So it's just one of those things that came up. A lot of people, again, when it, when stuff like this pops up, a lot of people are afraid to talk about it. I'm not because I sent I sent him a message and he got right back to me and he was like, "Yeah, I would absolutely love to come in and we'll talk about what's what's going on and hopefully it will clarify some things." And then I'm encouraging people to go to the meeting on Thursday because this is a chance for you to hear from not only him but some of those other people that are actually going to be part of this development and this this building that's going to be re- buildings, this campus that's going to be renovated was the home for the School Sisters of Notre Dame, which is some nuns, which originally ran the school that Clara goes to, mm-hmm. right? So it's a beautiful campus up there. Uh, but it is aged, and it's going to require some work. And then what do you do with it, mm-hmm. right? So uh, we'll, we'll, it's created quite a discussion, and you can understand that, right? Again, I understand the concern of parents, and then I get the development side of it as well. So I'm just going to talk to him, ask him some of them questions, and then I'm sure he's going to encourage people to go to that meeting, uh, which is going to be Thursday night. And we will have that discussion, I hope, tomorrow morning for you. So be a good one. So that will be a really good one. A lot of people very interested. All right, on that note, uh, as you're doing, I, I want to remind everybody, if you're doing anything outside this summer, you're adding any out- exterior outlets maybe you're going to put in a hot tub maybe you're going to do this hot that tub, trager <laughs> trager you need an outlet for your trager. you're going to have some outdoor lights uh call ryan electric in saint peter uh, of course we have a link for ryan plumbing and electric all your plumbing needs as well if you're doing a home remodel right or renovations is a big thing right now because obviously interest rates are through the roof and people are staying put working on the homes that they have And then someday in the future, perhaps they'll sell when the market is ripe once again, and uh, they'll 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 move along. But right now, home remodeling is a big thing, and we know the people to call. One call again. I I I would never endorse anybody I don't use and trust. And I've known those guys for years. Holly will be the one that will answer the phone. She's fantastic. She'll get you hooked up. So if you need any of that work done, I give them a call. Ryan Plumbing and Heating. There. Link is on our website if you go to georgeandjess.com. All right, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Hopefully, I will have Mike Drummer, and we'll talk a little bit about that uh, uh, project he has, the development up near the Loyola campus. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning.